Hello, hello, and welcome to Marketer for Hire. I am thrilled that you are here today, especially considering that by the time this episode airs, it will be mid-September. I cannot believe it. Where I am, September is one of my very favorite months. The leaves are turning. There are so many beautiful fall hikes to take. The air is crisp, which is perfect for football games and all the other sports that I go to on the weekends. And it's the beginning of pumpkin spice everything, which I know pumpkin spice can be almost as polarizing as politics, but I am all in on it. So pumpkin spice menus are my thing. But beyond the changing leaves and the sporting events, we have business to think about. September also signals the approach of the fourth quarter, which can be a time of heightened stress for business owners like us who still have ambitious business goals that we need to achieve this year. Fortunately, today's episode is going to help all of us. I'm here today with Kristen Lawton, a branding expert and the founder of the District Brand Bar. She's going to share her systematic approach that breaks down each quarter into small sprints so that you can carve out that essential time to focus on your business, which is especially crucial at the end of the year. As a fellow business owner, Kristen knows all too well how challenging it can be to dedicate time to your own business while juggling client commitments. However, she also understands that long-term success hinges on your ability to assess and improve your business constantly. Stick with us till the end of this episode as Kristen dives deep into specific strategies and actionable tips that you can put into practice right away. Whether you're a seasoned business owner or a marketer supporting one, Kristen's wisdom will be your guiding light to getting the right things crossed off your list between now and the end of the year. So grab your favorite pumpkin spice beverage if that's your thing, or maybe your running shoes if that's what you like to do while you listen to podcasts, and let's get ready to supercharge your Q4. Hi, welcome to Marketer for Hire. I'm your host, Sunny Logsdon, and I understand that not all business owners have a marketing background. That's why I'm here, to provide tips and advice on how to build the right team to unlock your business's full potential without wasting precious time and money. Each week, we'll break down complex marketing concepts into easy to understand pieces so that you can delegate confidently. Whether you're a business owner with a marketer on your team or you're just beginning the journey of hiring a marketer, I'm passionate about helping you maximize success. So if you're looking for ways to get the most out of your marketing budget, reduce frustration from lack of results, and provide clear strategic marketing direction to your team, this show is for you. Hey, Kristen, I am excited to have you here. Share a little background. Kristen and I have been going back and forth on Voxer, kind of planning out what we wanted to talk about today. And it was such a great conversation that now we're just going to have it with you guys. And so Kristen, before we dive into it, why don't you tell us a little bit about you and what you do? Yes. And thank you, Sunny, for having me. I'm really excited to talk to you all. So I'm Kristen Lawton. I'm owner and I call myself the chief brand mixologist at the District Brands Bar. I help solopreneurs and small businesses craft their foundations of their business, mostly brand and marketing, uh, and create the systems and routines that help them market their brand more effortlessly. So they find joy again in marketing and like eliminate the overwhelm. I'm based in DC, which is why it's called the District Brand Bar. And I'm all about cocktails and craft cocktails and 
mixology. And so I sort of do everything I do with a cocktail twist. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. We uh, have similar backgrounds. And one of the things I feel like I harp on a lot is that marketing is not one thing, right? Yeah. There's a lot of different ingredients that need to work together Mm -hmm. for successful marketing. And I love the way that you've made that so fun with the mixology idea. And now I know why it's the district brand bar. Like I didn't know where the district came in. I live in downtown DC. Uh, I love living here. And so I wanted to incorporate my home into it. Yeah, I lived in DC for a minute. So we'll have to talk about that later. We will. Yes. So today we are actually going to be talking about how to plan out your quarter. And as small business owners, you know, it is tough to set time aside to plan. And Kristen has a process that she follows that I love and want to share with you guys. And so here we are, we're about to go into the fourth quarter, which Mm -hmm. is, you know, it's a stressful quarter because some of us are looking at our numbers going, oh, I haven't hit my goals. I feel like I need to get there. And if we are, you know, like so many of us, no matter who you are as a small business owner, you're juggling in that fourth quarter. You know, if you're a parent, you're like Mm -hmm. juggling even more balls. And so, Kristen, let's just dive in. Let's do it. Yeah. Give us an overview of your process and then let's dive into the bits and pieces. Yeah. I've been doing this for years. Um, I've had my business for about three years. I've been in communications and marketing, working in nonprofits in the DC world for 20 years. And I've been doing this for probably 15 years. It just works across all things. Um, But we will talk specifically around fourth quarter because I think it is unique because you have the holidays mixed in and everything. But we're going to sort of narrow it down. I like to separate my quarters into two six-week planning periods because I think that it's important to have sort of quarterly goals because it's uh, three months is a great amount of time to sort of tackle a project and see the efforts and sort of tweak them and before sort of moving on to like a next project. But when you're planning out your schedule, I want to get actually like really specific with like how much time do you actually have in, you know, your week to accomplish your goals and to tackle something new. So we have so much work we have to do in our business, you know, taking care of our clients, our customers, actually like doing the business to like get paid, right? And plus all of like the admin tasks. Then you have your personal life and everything happening in your family and all this stuff going on. So how much time is there to actually like focus on improving or optimizing or tackling those goals or diving into SEO or a new Instagram strategy or like whatever it is. So I think six weeks is a good amount of time because you have a sense of like what's ahead on the horizon. What I do, Sunny can see my office is my bedroom and my workout gym as well. So I get out of the space, I go to a coffee shop or I go to a hotel bar in DC and I sort of treat myself. Um, So I do this, you know, every six weeks. And I get a glass of wine, I plan out my six weeks. And I'm like, okay, what's happening personally, I start there, just so that if I know I'm taking a long weekend, or, you know, I have medical stuff or kids things, you know, whatever's happening, because that's going to take priority. So you want to mark that on your calendar, then you're going to go to what do you have on your calendar business wise that you know, are set dates coming up, you have a podcast presentation, or you're launching or you are a product-based business and Black Friday is coming up. And so, you know, it's going to be really busy around there, you know, thinking about sort of those type of things. And then you're going to really be able to say, okay, these are the weeks that I can really tackle different things in my business and sort of have that space and time to working towards those goals. Mm -hmm. So that's sort of my first thing that I do is like I divide my six weeks up. So I have a sense of like, okay, what can I actually accomplish? 
let's dive into this just a little bit. So it reminds me of, have you seen the illustration, for lack of a better word, where I've seen it in several talks where somebody comes up and they're filling a jar. And if you put in the big rocks first, then the smaller rocks, then the little pebbles, and then the water, you can fit more in there, right? And if you were to put the sand in first, then you can't fit in the big rocks. And so what I hear you saying is, okay, let's put in the things that are must-haves, right? So our personal needs to come first because Mm -hmm. we can't escape our personal life, right? It's going to be there whether we make time for it or not. And then we're going to look at our business dates that are must-dos on the calendar. And then Mm -hmm. three, let's talk a little bit about these goals. So what I hear you saying is that these goals are the working on your business because we as business owners spend so much time working in our business that a lot of times we have trouble Mm -hmm. peeling back and going, okay, what are some of the bigger things I need to do? So are those the goals that you're talking about? Yes. So, and I think this is where people get so overwhelmed and stressed when it comes to marketing their brand is because there's this long list Mm -hmm. of things they should be doing for their business. And so I want to sort of say, okay, well, how much time Mm -hmm. do you realistically have so that you don't feel this overall, I have to do all these things? Well, you may not have all that time. And then, yeah, so the way that I work, I like to do quarterly focuses. And these are areas of my business that I want to grow or work on that specifically are working towards my year-end goals. So I believe that you should have three brand goals for the year. I work in the no like trust journey path. I think you can actually turn no like trust into a tangible thing. So I think they should have a goal around how are people getting to know your brand and getting into your community and sort Mm -hmm. of like your circle. How are you? And then the like, how are you engaging with them? How are you sort of keeping them in the fold and keeping them interested and, and warming them up? And then the trust is really how are you converting them to clients? So the, that goal is typically, you know, how many members are in your community? How much money are you making? What are you selling? But sort of the tangible things. Mm-hmm. So I like metrics around those. So for each quarterly focuses, it's like, okay, what are those areas do I need to work on? So maybe one quarter you're like, you know what? One of my big ways that I am bringing traffic into my brand is through my blog. So I really, one quarter, I want to focus on SEO and I want to dive into it. So I'm going to figure out, you know, in that quarter, who do I need to learn from? You know, what do I need? Do I need to hire someone? Do I need to take a course? Is it really just about carving out time to update my images on my website so Mm -hmm. that they're, you know, SEO optimized, you know, thinking through. So it's those types of activities that you focus on in a quarter, because I think that's, it's those things that like kind of nag on you. They're like, Oh, I know I need to be doing that. And I think it's important to actually like carve out the time and plan and know that you can't do it all. So I like tackling, you know, in a quarter, you can really say, okay, you can take a month to to plan and sort of get situated and learn what you need to, a month to implement, and then a month to test and see if it's working yeah. before you sort of are ready to move on to the next one. I love that because what you've done, as you're saying, there's so much mm-hmm. in marketing that we could do that sometimes it just feels like, where do I start? And yes. so I love the idea of breaking it up by no like trust because mm-hmm. that basically is looking at people in different parts of your sales cycle. Right. And so when you're doing that, you're able to pick one piece mm-hmm. of a certain part of your sales cycle and improve it. And it doesn't feel stressful because you have three months to work on it. I love that idea. Mm-hmm. It, you know, I think it, it just works really well. And 
it helps me personally, like not go down these like rabbit holes or, you know, you hear an idea and you're like, oh, I need to be doing that. And it's like, no, well, this quarter I'm focusing on this. So I'm going to pencil it in for next quarter. Right. And then by the time that you get to next quarter, it's like, okay, now you can assess, is that actually the strategy that's right? Does it fit within my client journey and my overall marketing strategy? So I think it allows you to stay focused as well. Absolutely. And it's the shiny object syndrome, right? And I think a lot of times as entrepreneurs, we're just naturally creative and Mm -hmm. we also want to be doing everything that we can possibly do. And so it's really easy to get distracted. And when you don't have a plan, you do end up going down these rabbit holes. 100%. Mm -hmm. I love that. If you're ready to become a content repurposing machine with quality content at your fingertips every time you need it, what are you waiting for? Let's work together. Head to sunny-logsden.com and sign up for my one-to-one Elevate 360 program, where you can think of me as your CMO for six months as we tackle your marketing strategy, streamlining and systematizing all of your processes, including your content strategy, so that your marketing runs flawlessly as your business grows. Or if you want to start by tackling your content catalog, book a marketing immersion where we'll get laser focused on one piece of your marketing strategy during a one-day engagement. Head over to sunny-logsden.com or head to the show notes and click on the link. And let's get started. Okay, so we're going to have these big goals that we've set up for the year. Mm -hmm. And so then we're drilling it down. So by the time we get into, and you know, hey, our listeners are just learning about this idea. And so they probably don't have that goal. So going into the fourth quarter, Mm -hmm. would you say just look at your overall process? Like which area do you need to work on and maybe choose that for this quarter? Yeah, and you know, I would say um, because you're in the fourth quarter, you're like probably very focused on, hitting your end year goals and like where Mm -hmm. you want to be at the end of the year and not wanting to feel like disappointed or overwhelmed by the time you get to the end of the year. I love the holiday season. This is my favorite quarter. It's, you know, falls in the air. You start off and you have that like new school year excitement, like crisp fall weather. You're like really excited. All of a sudden you get hit with the holidays, which I love, but then your schedule sort of goes awry. (laughs) So I'm like Mm -hmm. really in the fourth quarter, I would say like you have six weeks to say, okay, what can I do in my business? Uh, what can I focus on that can help me move the needle this year to reach those goals? Mm-hmm. And then the second part of the six weeks, I would say, how can I set myself up for next year? So I go into the next year feeling at ease, organized on top of my branded marketing. And so I can sort of start in fresh in a way. So fourth quarter, I would say maybe take a quarterly focus, make it a little smaller, just because you may not have the time that you want. Mm-hmm. Um, recognizing how busy the second half of the quarter gets with the holidays. But yeah, what I do is then I, so I take an idea. A lot of people go into launches or sales or different things during the quarter. And so it could be, you know, you're really saying, okay, looking at past metrics or how things have gone, what was working, what wasn't, maybe there is sort of a, an area around your branded marketing that can be worked on and fixed leading into the launch, you know, maybe it's your welcome series, maybe your sales launch, maybe your sales page needs some work. Mm -hmm. This is where the six week planning has come because you can see, okay, how much time do I actually have Mm -hmm. free 
to work on this. Um, because again, I, my whole thing is I don't want people to get overwhelmed and stressed going into the quarters. I want you to feel planned and organized. So by looking at what work you actually have, the amount of time you have, and then it is about breaking those big rocks into small rocks. So mm-hmm. the next part of my six week planning is you have the time, you have an understanding of like week by week, how much time you can like add to it. So then you break out. So let's just take the SEO example. You know, I want to improve SEO for the quarter. So what actually has to happen in that six weeks? And I break it into small chunks. Okay, so first I need to like find a checklist or whatever, you know, and then it's like, I need to improve the H1 headings on my blog post and I need to work on the photos or I need to create a web page that's all about my marketing coaching specifically in DC or whatever it is. Um, So I want you to like break those tasks out and actually schedule them on the calendar for the six weeks. You're, You're getting into the, the small rocks in the sand at this point, if we're talking about your jar analogy. But I would say for the fourth quarter, focus on something a little smaller and what you can do in a six-week period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that a lot. And so as you're thinking about that, you know, one of the things for online businesses, the fourth quarter mm-hmm. can sometimes be a little bit slower because your first quarter of the next year, you're probably launching some things. But in the retail world, in a lot of Mm -hmm. small businesses, this is the busiest quarter of the year. And so sometimes it is also about, you know, surviving. And one of the things I tell my clients is, if you haven't planned for it in the fourth quarter, it's not the time to start it. If you didn't plan to have a big promotion, don't do it. Mm -hmm. And so think more about planning for the next year than trying to rush around and, you know, do something this fourth quarter that you hadn't planned for. I totally agree. You know, it's not worth the effort to rush and try and do something. Mm -hmm. Um, But so that gets into the second part of the quarter, the last six weeks. I like to to go through like a brand and marketing audit. Mm -hmm. I like to get my assets organized. The way I go through a brand and marketing audit is I start with your online presence. So, you know, go into Google, Google your name and your business name. And basically, like, right-click, open a new tab, every instance, including your website, Facebook, Google profile, like, everything, until every instance is open. And then I go through and I say, okay, is this on message? You know, because so many things get out of date. Mm -hmm. You sign up for, like, a lineable or something, you know, like, five years ago, and you never go back and see what your profile looks like. Mm -hmm. And so you just kind of want to do, like, a sweep of your online presence. Is it up to date? Is the photos still right? Is the messaging current? Am I still attracting and calling in my ideal audience? And, you know, I do this on a quarterly basis and I can kind of knock this out in 20 minutes because I'm keeping it mostly up to date. Maybe there was like one thing I change. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's your first time doing it, it may take you a couple hours, but it shouldn't take that long mm-hmm. to go through that. Your Facebook cover image, sometimes people change it for a launch and then you forget and two months later, and it's like still has old dates on it. It's that type of thing that we're looking for in the audit. And then think about all of the sort of systems and apps that you use. So I use the time to like clean up my Canva folders and go through my photo album and clean that up and um, just really get organized so that you can really go into the new year. Because you're also using a lot of people do a lot of heavy planning towards the end of the end of the year. So you want to have time for that too, but you want to have your sort of space neat and clean and organized, like spring cleaning in a way, but at the end of the year so that you are really starting your year up fresh. So that's what I like to use the second part of the fourth quarter for. 
Yes, I love that. And then you can go into that new year with your list of things that need to be updated and dive Mm -hmm. right in. Because I know for me, seriously, I can think of a lead magnet right now that I pulled up the other day. And I saw that there was a typo in it. And I'm like, oh, I need to go fix that. And it's on Mm -hmm. my list. But it's just hard to bring that stuff to the top. And so yeah, what are those things on your list? And how are you going to get updated? I love that. Yes. So as you think about looking at the fourth quarter, redefine that first six weeks for me. Yeah. So the first six weeks, you're going to say, okay, what can I do in these first six weeks to work towards my year end goals? Mm -hmm. It's October, you know, this is before Thanksgiving. You still got a good chunk of time before your personal life gets too distracted Mm -hmm. to really get some good work done. So Mm -hmm. I would say if you are the type who sort of set out these year end goals and you're really focused on that, like say, okay, what can I do? Uh, if you're someone that lives by the fly of the sea, they're like, well, I didn't really have goals, but we'll think about the thing that might be like nagging at you. Like what keeps you up at night or what do you wake up being like, oh, I really like, when am I going to get to this? I really need to like focus on this. It's just something that you feel like when it comes to your brand and marketing, it keeps nagging mm-hmm. at you. I would focus on that. So there's so many things that, like you said, the lead magnets or, you know, maybe your welcome series, maybe it's, you've been wanting to get all of your invoicing automated and sort of like a referral network and sort of get that client experience better. Like what is the thing that you would just feel really good having done by the end Mm -hmm. of the year? Let's focus on that. Yeah, I like that. And then the next six weeks, focus on everything that you want to plan for the next year. If you're not busy filling orders. For sure. And, you know, and if you are great and then, you know, then probably January is maybe slower and you can shift into there. But I would say, you know, for me, especially we get towards the end, it's like, okay, if I could take 30 minutes a day, it's usually that last week, I I tend to take like two weeks off at the end of the year, Mm -hmm. like that last week. Okay, what can I do? I can clean out my photo storage on my phone. So it's easier to find, you know, my brand assets for Instagram. I can clean up Canva. I can clean up my to-do list and say, what are those things that have been hanging on that to-do list for a long time? And say, like, is there things I can get done in five minutes and just knock it out? Or is there stuff that I can just say, you know what, I'm going to leave that this year and I'm not going to take that item, that task with me in the new year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. What are some of the mistakes on as far as where they spend their time? Well, in terms of where they spend their time with quarterly planning or just in (laughs) general? (laughs) Well, you know what, it can be either. Um, You know, I think so much, and this is where the client journey and having your sort of no like trust piece figured out is that so many people feel very comfortable in one area. (laughs) So they feel very comfortable writing a ton of blog posts and building traffic that way. And so they just really focus on, I'm just going to write out blog posts and write out blog posts. And so they may be getting traffic to their website, but maybe they're not then engaging people with a regular email or going on stories on Instagram, you know, reaching out to new clients and customers. Or, you know, for me, I'm very comfortable in sort of the engaging piece, creating engaging content. And I, I love sort of any type of email content, social media, whatever. I'm really bad at selling. So I know that like, I need to get out of my comfort zone and like move into getting better in the trust phase, right? Mm-hmm. So I think it's just about looking at what, where are you spending a lot of your time when it comes to your marketing mm-hmm. and think like, you know what, is that the best use of my time? Within our client journey, like, 
every person in your audience has to move through each phase. Mm -hmm. Now, some may move it all at one time. Some may take, you know, a year to move through these phases. Um, but so each one is so important. And so I think what I see, and it, it varies so much. I have, you know, one client right now, she loves the sales piece and then, you know, the sort of networking and collaboration with um, like referral partners and all of that. And she needs to build more like bringing traffic into her, you know, getting known and like going on podcasts and doing that stuff. Mm -hmm. So it just varies. So I would just say like, look at where you're spending your time and make sure that you're spending it somewhat equally across your whole client journey. Yes, I love that. Well, thank you so much for your time today. I think that you've done a great job laying out for us how we need to be spending our time during the upcoming fourth (laughs) quarter and focusing on working on our business instead of the busy work in our business, which is so hard. Mm -hmm. So where can people find you? Yes. So I'm on Instagram at District Brand Bar. I also have this great quiz if you're trying to figure out the best way to market your brand. It's what's your signature brand marketing style. You basically get a cocktail style, but I give you tips and tricks to really lean into your marketing persona and your personality so that you can um, market your brand in a way that feels very authentic. And so definitely take that. You can find that at marketingstylequiz.com or the link in my Instagram bio. However, you do come in contact with me, please come and say hi. I love chatting with new people. And, you know, and especially if you take the quiz, let me know what um, style you came up with and I can help you with more tips as well for that. Great. All right. Well, it has been fun talking and thank you for your time. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to the Marketer for Hire podcast. I hope you've gained valuable insights to help you delegate marketing so that you can confidently get out of the details. If you enjoyed the show, will you do me a favor? Will you hit the follow button and leave a review and a rating? And if you've heard something that you think will help another business owner, be sure to send them a link to the episode. I'd sure appreciate it. And most importantly, before you go, I just want to say that I know your time is so valuable as a business owner, and I truly appreciate you spending some of it with me today. Thank you, friends, and I'll see you next time.